Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, the guys from uh, Million Dollar Quartet have been nice enough to hang around this morning with us. The Agunquit Playhouse at the Music Hall in Portsmouth. Million Dollar Quartet. Yeah, about that night on December 4th, 1956, when a couple of guys got together. A few guys got together. Elvis, Carl Perkins, Jerry Lee, Johnny Cash. I think you know who they are. Uh, And the guys who play Elvis, uh, Dan Durst. And joins us this morning here on the Pulse of New Hampshire. And Nats agree. Jerry Lee Lewis, he's been playing that role for quite a long time. I first saw Nat at the Agungwood Playhouse. How long did we say that was? How many years ago was that? Ooh, at the that would have been 2015 was the first time. 2015, so, so we're talking about eight years ago. What's interesting, <laughs> oh I know. It doesn't seem that long it ago. Doesn't. It doesn't. Oh, really doesn't. time flies. <laughs> but it is. But it is. Time goes by <laughs> That's quickly. right. <laughs> but I, what's really interesting is, and people don't realize this, that you guys, there's no band behind you. You are the band and you are the actors. That's right. Have you done shows where you haven't played instruments before, Dan? I mean, just dramatic acting, you know? Uh, a little bit, like growing up in, in, in semi-professional professional theater stuff like that but nothing on this level no and and before I joined joined Million Dollar Quartet years ago I was playing bass in a pit for musicals so then I kind of transferred onto the stage as far as like acting so uh my full 100% experience is this show on a professional level acting while playing an instrument in a band on stage is it's it's amazing yeah what are the challenges, Nat, uh, for doing that? I mean, obviously, it's like learning two scripts. It's like learning the music and learning your words, right? Your exactly. Lines. Well, you know, one of the great things about this show is a popular term in the industry now is the jukebox musical, right? You know, it's your your Mamma Mia's or your your Escape to Margaritaville or, or the Jer- Buddy Holly, yeah, story. Buddy Holly, Jersey yeah. Boys, Jersey beautiful, Boys, yeah. all that stuff. But but Million Dollar Quartet really is is kind of unique in the sense that it isn't so much, at least from my point of view, and, and many others is it's not so much a jukebox musical as it is a play with music you know it the 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 crux of the show really is seeing these people interact with each other and then it it's very natural for them to say hey let's play this song or let's do this song now you know it's not that kind of musical theater thing where it's like we're having a conversation and then out of nowhere i have the need to start singing (laughs) it's like you know it's just like no 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 we're just having a conversation hey john how about you play that walk the line song you know it lives within the world the music is the world so so it's it's, it's rather seamless in transition that way, and I think that's what makes this show kind of stand apart from other jukebox mus- musicals in the genre and why it's so exciting for audience members to sit there and just watch it unfold. I mean, you, you sit down and then you snap your fingers and you realize it's over and you could have you could have watched two more hours of this happen because it's it's so fascinating and, and well, exhilarating. It, it, it's music that people have grown up with that they've created memories right. in their minds. Uh, this is the start of, for many listeners, you know, uh, the rock and roll era. 
uh, Elvis, uh, Johnny Cash, Jerry Lee Lewis, you know, Carl Perkins, great songs that still groups today mm-hmm. uh, cover many, many times. You, know, you, you mentioned off the air that you were a fan of Elvis and the Beatles, and you grew up in that. The Beatles covered so many of these oh, yeah. songs. Uh, Carl Perkins, I mean, they, right. they covered so many Carl Perkins songs. That's and, right. And Jerry Lee Lewis and, and, and Little Richard and stuff like that. These oh, were yes. great pioneers of, of the days of the 50s and early 60s, which that music is lasting stuff. It's still lasting today. When, when did you start playing piano? Because as Jerry Lee Lewis, if people know the character Jerry Lee Lewis, he's wild and crazy, and you're wild and crazy on stage. I, <laughs> and I mean, off stage. You're, you're, <laughs> I, I, mean, you're like, I mean, you're like the Elton John of the 50s. I, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. playing music with your feet and your hands upside down. I don't know what you're doing on this performance, but I saw you in a gunk when I'm like, like I'm saying, it's, it's, it's wild and crazy. But when did you first start playing piano? Uh, I've, I come from a musical family, so I've actually been playing piano essentially my entire life. I yeah. mean, my dad would have me on his lap when I was less than one year old even, just putting my fingers on the piano and we were always listening and surrounded and jesting music of all types of different genres and and styles and uh, admittedly, actually, rock and roll. This uh, this sort of rock and roll, and specifically Jerry Lee, was was something that I didn't really discover until later in my life, until I was uh, in my teens in high school, and because uh, I was a classically trained pianist for most of my life, as well as branching out into pretty much every other genre except for maybe country and legitimate rock and roll. You know, I was a Motown guy raised, and so <clears throat> when I discovered Jerry Lee. Uh, and this style of playing, which was, you know, it was just, it was so new. It was aggressive. It was, it was powerful. It was exciting. And it was sometimes not so much about the notes that you're playing, but how you're playing them. And that was something that was incredibly captivating to me. And, and, you know, then when you actually sit down and, you know, don't do any of the tricks, you realize these guys still were absolutely fantastic pianists in their own right. Little Richard, Jerry Lee, all of them, Fats Domino. I mean, these guys, they brought piano playing to a new, a new sort of appreciation for the modern world. But with Million Dollar Quartet, we take that accuracy and that prowess of, of, of musical intellect that everybody on stage has, not just Jerry Lee, and, uh, and then we get to take it to the next level and show just how much you can do with a piano. You know, I've always liked to say that I don't so much really see myself as playing the piano, but playing with the piano. The piano itself is an extension of of the body. It's an extension of the hands. You know, you can do it in all kinds of different ways. And that's what we show the audiences in Portsmouth. And I, I can guarantee that when they come see it, they're, they're going to see some piano playing that they have never seen before in their entire life. Well, it certainly, uh, you know, it takes your breath away because what you're saying is these guys were not only um, uh, great rock and rollers, but they were musicians in their own way as well. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And, you know, D- Daniel was talking about the humble nature of Sun Records in itself and and it's incredibly reflective of these four artists you know they came each and every single one of them came from nothing I mean humble beginnings is putting it lightly so they really came up through this equally humble sort of institution of Sun Records and then found this great success which is oh, what's well, the American dream I mean it's 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 incredible to witness and and especially because we all as the audience have the benefit of knowing how these stories end for all of them, when you get to watch them, you get all these little Easter egg sort of jokes and references that that we understand now as a modern audience that they don't even understand what they're saying yet. It's it's hilarious and heartbreaking and 
absolutely exhilarating. Yeah, it's a wonderful story. We just have a couple of moments left. We're speaking to uh, uh, Dan Durston, who plays Elvis Presley, and Nat Degree, who plays Jerry Lee Lewis in the uh, production of the Million Dollar Quartet. Now through Sunday at the Portsmouth Music Hall, you can check out themusichall.org for tickets for the remaining shows. And for, for those of you who want the matinees, there's two shows this coming Sunday, Easter Sunday at noon and 5 as well. Um, but I wanted to ask you, uh, Dan, I, I mean, obviously, uh, there's so many people that play Elvis. What have you done differently or have you done anything differently to bring your impression of uh, your impersonation of Elvis to the, this character? Uh, my whole goal is to try to be as genuine and as authentic as possible to portray Elvis, even in my own tribute world of life in Vegas. But specifically for this show, uh, this is Elvis coming home. This is him in Memphis, Tennessee. This is him visiting for the holidays. And more than ever, is he more comfortable and grounded because of the humble beginnings. When we all go home to our hometowns, we're shot back. When I visit my mom, I'm like 10 years old again, right? When yep. I go home next week. So it's like I try to take that in and try to pull from I've seen every possible documentary you can ever think of on Elvis on YouTube and, and beyond, obviously buying videos and every movie and all that to where I try to make sure I draw on who he was and where he came from, specifically from 1956 and before. And although we all know how it all ends and how everything went about, my whole goal is to focus on who he was during that time and not think about what happened afterward. Mm -hmm. So uh, my, my end goal is to just be the grounded Elvis that he is when he's talking to these people in the room. And hopefully people will see when a song begins, he is... He turns on the switch into stardom, and as soon as the song's over, he's right back to the to his roots. And that's who Elvis really was. If you dive into books and documentaries, where very shy and humble guy off stage, but once he got on, he almost surprised himself in a way that's like, oh, I don't, I didn't even know that happened. That's how the dancing happened. He didn't know he was doing it until someone told him. And so, to me, he was a different person when he when the spotlight was on, and as soon as it turned off, he was back to this humble shy guy and. That's my goal, and hopefully it portrays. Oh, it does, if I may, just to interject. Oh, thank uh, you. Because here's the, you know, <laughs> I think people have had the benefit of seeing the Elvis movie that came out this last year and whatnot, and I think a lot of people were saying it felt like I was there watching him again. I felt that, that urge to yeah. scream yeah. and to dance, and what Daniel brings is exactly that sort of thing. You know, we watch the audience members melt back into when they were 16 years old and watching Elvis and that that's what Daniel brings to the performance which which I'm going to say because he is a humble guy outside of the uh, the role but w- w- you you come see this show you're you're going to get to see Elvis Presley which is well, pretty Well I'm sure you guys do a wonderful job and I've seen the show once or twice in a gunk, we're looking forward to seeing it this weekend in Portsmouth at the Music Hall. Our guest this morning, Daniel Durston, who plays Elvis Presley, and Nat Segree, who plays Jerry Lee Lewis. Kudos to you all, and congratulations on doing a fine job these last three and a half weeks. It's been a marvelous show, and I hope people will get to see it in the final moments. Million Dollar Quartet. Yeah, it's a really cool show, and it's going to bring you back to a good time in your life. Great memories, great music, great acting, and uh, congratulations on putting together a great show, both of you. Thank, thank you so you. much, Mike. Thanks for having us. All right, thank you for both being here on the Pulse of New Hampshire's Morning Information Center.